0: And good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Transformation Gold Podcast. This is your hostess, Nicole DeVincentis, aka Figure Chick 911 <sighs> We got a big podcast today. All right, so we're going to be talking about something called honoring the shift. And how can I even begin to unpack this? So it, this is so unscripted. But have you ever been, let's start it with a question. Have you ever been what you felt was solidly on one path and then one day or over a course of days, something didn't feel right and you couldn't put your finger on it, but something like something inside just told you that something isn't right here. And you got you're trying to like, make sense of this. And you're trying to like, you know, look around and, and try to figure out like, what and it almost puts you into a state of confusion. And you you find yourself stalling in productivity. And maybe you've never felt that before. I know my advanced coaches, we talk about this all the time on our coaching calls. But this has literally been happening to me now for probably like the past I would say the past week that there was a fundamental shift that happened inside of me and one of the reasons why I like this podcast is because it's giving me a platform to actually like put into words how I navigate through life, and I don't mean to make it like about me, like, oh, this is what I do. One of the reasons, let me let me back up a little bit here. So for those of you who are new on this podcast, welcome to you. Um, just quick little synopsis here, I I am, I'm a transformational life coach. I'm a muscular development coach as well, but I believe ultimately what I am is I'm like the... F- excuse my language the effing transition queen and when people are ready for a major transition in their life they have always sought me out now up to this point I am actually a registered nurse by license, and I had practiced as a clinical bedside nurse and just had the privilege of being in people's lives at the worst possible moment, excuse me, operating both in the emergency and critical care space for the better part of 20 years. And I left that profession because... well for two reasons number 1 i knew it it was never going to be what i call a long term strategy but also there were shifts which occurred inside of me which told me like it is time for you to exit stage left and so for the past several years i've been doing different business ventures and and different places to try to figure out like how in the hell Am I going to support myself (laughs) because there really, once I was in this nursing role and operating as a flight nurse, which was my ultimate dream in that profession, there wasn't anything else that I ever wanted to do. And a lot of things happened and, you know, there were shifts that occurred and there was changes within the healthcare industry in and of itself. And I ultimately retired from that and and transitioned over to build out a different dimension of my life. But I'll tell you, a lot of people, as I was navigating my way through the nursing realm, through the bodybuilding space, as people started asking me questions like, how do you know what to do all the time? That was the question like a lot of people gave me a lot of shit for a number of years because you know when you're when you're operating at certain levels people notice your highlight reels and i've always been known as like one of the most knowledgeable people around the nurses that i used to work with they just Like, it was just an accepted fact, and I don't mean this to impress you, but just to impress upon you, like, where I'm coming from here, that the nurses, one of my girlfriends in particular, Jackie, she would, like, Jackie's the funniest person that you'll ever meet, and Jackie would always say about me, Nicole knows everything. And it wasn't meant to be like, well, Nicole knows everything. It was just like sister girl freaking reads all the damn time and she works to become the best in the profession. If you honestly have a question about anything down to the level of the electron as to what's happening inside of the human body or how do drugs, you know, influence this, this, that, and the other, go ask Nicole because she knows what's up, but on the flip side, like in that environment, that level of, of being knowledgeable was obviously appreciated and rewarded because you're dealing with people's lives. But once you're removed from that environment, and I then transitioned into an educational role, that level of knowledge, which is very, very ironic, it seems to me that that should be the level of an educator who's at the front of the room always having like marked more knowledge and experience than the people for whom you are instructing. And it, it was not met with like, you know, fanfare and <laughs> and salutations. It was actually batted down. And it's been very, very frustrating for me. Once I left that, actually the, the organization that I was working in, and went to other places where that level of excellence and that constant of developing yourself, not to, to be like selfish and hoarding your gifts, but honestly, because you're serving other people. Once I was out of that environment, it's been, honest to God, just like a freaking shit storm. Because no matter where I went, it was always batted down and... You know, oh, well, Nicole knows this, and Nicole knows this, and oh, she's got this and that and the other, and it's been, it's been horrible. It's been, honest to God, freaking horrible, because I've never felt like I had a place to belong, but as I started, you know, on different business ventures, what happened was people started coming to me when they were at these major, major transition points in their life. And that's how I started becoming a life coach, a transition coach, whatever. I still don't have a title for what the hell it is that I do. I don't, I'm not interested in making a title for it right now. I simply know that what I'm doing is straight on point. And it's my higher level coaching clients have always said because a, a lot of my first, what I call my first round of coaching clients, have come from my warm market from the healthcare industry. Whether it's it's straight up healthcare, whether it was first respondership, they've always asked me like. It just seems, Nick, like you just, how did you know as you were going throughout your career, how did you know that you needed to leave the emergency room? How did you know that you needed to go into neuro? How did you know that it was time to do this and do that? And it's only been through the coaching process that I started having to like, how do I take what's happening inside of me with these shifts and put it into language that people can concretely understand when they're not used to paying attention to those body signals? And it's been pretty interesting, but it's, it's, it's in many ways like you just know. And for me to try to put words with what is more so an intuitive process, it, it almost doesn't mash, but that's actually the purpose of this podcast here is to put some congruency and put some some tangible objective as much as you can when it comes to, to following your intuition and honor shifts that occur inside of your life because... Those are the times that when you honor those shifts, that's when your life moves to the next level. And that applies to the professional front. And it applies to the interpersonal front as well. So today, we're talking about honoring the shift. All right, so that's kind of a winded introduction here. And I want to assure you that this is oftentimes you know, honoring shifts and things like that, it's touted as kind of like a flighty, oh gosh, it's from California, and they're like, these people are way out there. And what I want to assure you of is that there's a lot of scientific backing behind it, but once you learn how to operate in flow, you will find that your life is so much easier. It's simply that more times than not, when you're used to being a control freak and you're used to trying to, you know, muscle your way and strong arm your way through certain things, it can be a challenge for you then to essentially what's called like let go and let flow and and listen to those inner promptings from your body, even though you may not have any tangible or physical evidence there to support why you're making certain decisions. And oftentimes with a with a shift, the decisions that you're making, they seem illogical. Am I resonating with somebody on this podcast or am I just like talking to myself, okay? So here's what's been happening. I'm going to give you a personal example and and show you and and let you have that space to embrace, you know, what the hell's going on with you or even be able to have dialogue with your people who are moving through a shift, because that's the other dimension of it. Like it's freaking freaky as hell. If, if you're doing shifts and like for me to make a shift out into the abyss, I felt a shift when I knew that it was, it was time for me to leave the nursing profession. Even though I knew I wasn't going to stay forever, The thought of doing something, which was almost beyond my comprehension, or I really don't know what the next step is, but I know here, I'm finished here. That's one of the signals or one of the symptoms or one of the indications that you are at that transition point, the shift has occurred. It's like outgrowing shoes. And ladies, not trying to squeeze your feet into the next, you know, smaller size. I'm talking like shoe sizes, which are honestly like two sizes too small. There's no way your foot is fitting in there. You can't. Once the shift has occurred, you can't go back. It's like you're outgrowing it. But there's a weird thing that happens. And and I'm going to talk about this in two different prongs. On one avenue, shifts occur and you just automatically latch on and you're on like the super highway of forward movement. It's very natural. It's like a normal path of progression and you just go and you flow and you know life is grand but there are shifts which occur inside of your life which make no sense and they have a major uprooting effect on your life. Okay, so for me, leaving nursing, all right, look at this. This was not done willy-nilly at all. If you think, like, I'm one of those people who, when I make a decision, I do it. I don't give reason or explanation. I don't even tell people that I'm going to do it. I do it, and then I tell people (laughs) retrospectively, oh, yeah, this is what I've been doing for the past six months. Oh, how's work going? Well, what do you mean? I haven't. I haven't been at that work for six months. Oh, you haven't? No. What are you doing now? Okay. So I'm. I'm that. I'm that woman. But I'll tell you, when you're making giant shifts, and this could be on the relationship front or with the career front, and you look at this and you say, okay, if I leave this job, I have massive job security. I can quit a job at seven o'clock in the morning and have a new job actually three new jobs by 11 o'clock in the morning because of my reputation, because of the amount of work that I put in, because I have an established network, okay, I'm there and because I work in a profession that like is today, as long as you have a pulse, like people want to hire you. So there's, I mean, there's that, okay, and move into an abyss of where there is no security, do you see what I'm saying? Like, I will tell you hands down. All right. So this podcast, I'm, I'm recording this right now. We're at the very tail end of 2018. It's November. Okay. And so things started shifting in my life progressively. And I've always taken advantage of opportunities. But there was a time when I was, I was competing and I had placed ninth at nationals. So at the time, it was like the biggest national show, which was occurring um, in the NPC. And I placed ninth. And for me, it was like huge. But the same thing at the same time, I was having this and I dedicated my life to it. All right. And what I was doing was I was actually moving towards how do I structure this next phase of my life here so that I can adopt a baby? And I aligned myself with an adoption agency and went through the interview process and, and was putting things up. But what was happening on the professional front was things were changing in a very bad way. And I needed to make some big time decisions that where I had myself it was not serving me. It was, it was not in line with my value system. It wasn't in line with where I thought I could take. And again, I talk about my family. It's my invisible family. They're not here yet. Like at at that time, not married, not, I don't have a boyfriend. Like, so it's me, you know, getting ready to haul this, this whole entire project, I wanted to do this thing very intentionally. But where I was at, where I was positioned, it wasn't right. Like this honestly wasn't right. And even though I want to have a family, I'm not going to do it here. There was a shift which was occurring there was a shift which was occurring when i was working as a flight nurse and to to go from those areas of safety and security in terms of income structure not even just you know for myself to put food on the table but to have a family like i was making these what seemed to be radical shifts that the logical side of everybody's brains who i knew <laughs> they were like sister girls freaking flipped her damn lid. What the hell is she doing? And I will tell you, hands down, the past probably five years were unequivocally like the worst five years of my entire life because the shift that occurred inside was so magnanimous that it caused me literally to go through and it was not done willy nilly, like actually go through. And uproot all the bullshit which didn't fit the woman that I am. Or the woman that I continue to strive to become. It was that big of a shift. And I'll tell you what happens when you start to feel. Okay, so now we have to move from logical side of the brain into the intuitive side of you. When you start to feel that something isn't right. Okay, and it's not because you're watching news. And now you're getting paranoid about who, who even knows what I'm talking about inside. There's a fundamental shift, which occurs and it, and it's something that you can't quite put your finger on. And it's almost like you can't sleep. It interferes with your focus. And and be advised, like nothing is, is, nothing is wrong. It's not like you suddenly don't have a job, okay? And there's an obvious like pain point right there. This is before that ever even happens. It's literally like you don't feel like you're, you are comfortable inside of your own body. That's how I can, I can only describe it like that. I don't know what else to say. For me, my sensor, my sensor, my sensory center is, is housed inside of my chest. And it's your intuition. And you can say it's the Holy Spirit speaking to you, you can talk about it in terms of like energetic frequencies, which is where the science aspect of it comes in. What I will tell you is that when the shift is there, it can be the most life disturbing thing, which occurs. If, if you're sensitive enough to start to feel the shift before it makes itself fully known. It's everything leading up to that ultimate transition point, the tipping point, that it starts to it's like a bird in a cage inside of your chest and you it's like flapping its wings and it's trying to come out. And I can tell you that if you are that sensitive to those early stages, which is what has happened to me over the past couple weeks, that it, it disrupts your freaking life and it can be hell in a handbag because you don't know what the hell is going on. And I'm going to tell you this, like I, so I have a few systems. So if, if that resonates with you, the first thing I want you to know is like, you're okay. okay. <laughs> the next thing is for you to get back to basics and make sure that those fundamental shifts, which are happening inside of you. Are the shift, or, or the fact that you're ignoring basics. Does that make sense? Like, you know that there's something wrong, and you're just you're not tending to the basic. Okay, so there's a completely different, different thing there. If you're ignoring the basics, okay, and you're just pretending like, okay, I'm just not gonna, you know, take a look at this, you know, there's an elephant in the room, and we're not willing to call attention to it. That's, it's like a lesson, the universe is going to keep on serving you that lesson until you actually master it. A shift is different. Okay, a shift is like, this doesn't fit me anymore. And it's almost like, you look around and all of a sudden you see things which are like insulting to your soul. And I know that this sounds like crazy and granola-esque, but I'm talking about high level shifts here. Okay? Like this just isn't right. Okay? Because because remember, the shift can occur on two forks. Like the one shift is like, okay, you know what? This is a new path and it's like this free and open place and it's, it's like merging or just changing lanes when you're driving. Like you're not trying to cut into traffic and, you know, deal with the a-hole drivers who, you know, are texting and they will not let you in and you're like, oh my God, I'm getting ready to like drive off the road because nobody's letting me in and the shoulder's coming to an end. It's not that. Okay. So like one shift is like, it's a very simple shift over and transition lane change. It happens in flow. You do it all the time. This seems like half the time you're unconscious. You just like the next thing that you're doing, or this seems like, you know what, this is what I need to do in order to, you know, continue to add to the path that I'm on. I need to acquire more knowledge. I need to get more experience. Like it just seems like, you know, normal. You don't think about it too much. But the other fork when it comes to shift, I'm talking deeper here. I'm talking like your life is changing you are developing into a different person, a higher level person. And you can apply this with, you know, if you you need science and and actual backing, you know, look at Maslow's hierarchy, okay? Once you have your basic needs fulfilled, then you go up the chain up towards self-actualization, okay? So there's threads of that in here. But what I'm telling you about is that you can't always try to find the stuff in the book to rationalize what the hell is going on inside of you. You have got to be very comfortable and become very comfortable with the fact that you know what the F to do. I recognize that there is this shift which is occurring. It's not because I'm ignoring the basics here. This is something completely different. And it's to the point where you can't even tell people about it because it sounds crazy when you're saying it to yourself. Okay, so you're laughing right now because it's happening to you. Okay. <laughs> I get it. I'm here to tell you that it's okay. All right? There is somebody who you may find at this point in time is going to be a master trainer for you and his name is Bob Proctor. Okay? And Bob is like one of the masters when it when it comes to he talks a lot about paradigm shifts and he talks about he talks about the law of attraction, but he He doesn't just it's not like just wishing, you know, the gift or the prizes are going to like fall down from the sky. He talks about these things on a very like quantum physics sort of a level that these shifts which occur or when you're when you're at a transition point, typically what happens is you need to take the illogical path. And that's what the shift is all about, like the, sh- the the choices that you make and the steps that you take, at the time they seem completely illogical, but they resonate with what's going on inside of you, because you have shifted what we call your energetic frequency. And we've done past podcasts on this, and I'm not going to unpack that, I, I will invite you to go back and, and listen to that, and you know we can revisit that at another time. But what I'm here to tell you is that those shifts which are occurring inside of you are very normal and they're very natural. And when you're going through them, they can be incredibly disturbing because sometimes they just appear and they cut off your creative flow. They cut off your normal path of progression. It's like being sideswiped. And you're, you're standing there like... <laughs> I was on this path. I had good flow, good groove. I seemed to be highly productive and all of a sudden something isn't right here or there's something new. Okay? Maybe it's something new. You're coming up over the hill and what you're actually doing is aligning yourself with the big thing that you have been building yourself towards. So it's not always bad, but it feels bad because you have shifted to a different vibrational frequency. Okay, and you become very aware of the bullshit that no longer serves you. And this is not like, Oh, I'm just tired of doing this or people don't, you know, do things to make me happy. It's something completely fundamentally different. It's, it's probably the equivalent of when you're finished in a relationship. How about that? Okay. And I I paused before I said that because I do have very specific um, coaching methodologies when I deal with the covenant of marriage. So how do I say this? All right. So for, for my married people, Okay. And, and anybody around there, when I coach you, let's, let's unpack this. I I just need to get this out like plain clear as day. I do believe in the covenant of marriage. Okay. And when couples go through trying times, I, I 100 and, and full and wholeheartedly believe that it is a covenant and you honor your vows. Like you go into marriage with the full expectation that you are going to remain married for the duration of your life. That's the purpose of it. That's the intention behind it. I do not, I do not uphold, you know, how fast people are to leave their marriages. You know, I, I believe in a very, you know, the pre-work that you do with your you know, fiancé or boyfriend to get ready to marriage and then to get ready to be married. And then once you're in it, that we both have responsibilities to uphold that marriage, grow together and grow together as a couple and hold God as the center. I, I'm going to put that there and leave that on the table and build out from there and say that there's times, though, because I coach a lot of individuals, especially a lot of women, who are in some horrific marriages. They're dealing with alcoholism. They're dealing with massive gambling. They're dealing with a lot of things. And they are, they are 100% tied up in their marriages and continue to give and continue to try to pacify a situation. And at the root, this is an abusive household. And so I see these women through different stages is before they make the decision to leave, they usually have to have some sort of permission to do so with 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 evidence. OK, because, again, most of my clients have some sort of a faith backing or they're wholeheartedly involved in their vows and they don't just want to, you know, just Grow it to the wind. They believe that you can work through any problem in your marriage. The other individual at this time refuses, refuses to go to counseling, refuses to grow, refuses to get back to basics and, and do the heart work individually and together to restore their marriage. And what I can tell you is that if you're in an unsafe situation, and then we're going to get back to the shift, but this is, a, is this important key because the shift does involve marriage many times, is that if you're in an unsafe environment and that individual, and you have tried repeatedly, this is how it's been explained to me, you have tried repeatedly counseling or bringing in elders or a third party person to correct and the situation is not getting better, you have a responsibility then to yourself or to your children. Okay, you have safety always comes first. And you are allowed then to terminate the marriage if it is an unsafe or the person, what they're doing is in contrast to to God, what he, what he commands that other person how to behave in the marriage. That's how it's been instructed to me. Okay, but once that transition, once the decision has been made, what I notice, and this is how you're certain with the shift, I'm going to come back here to talking about shifts as a, as a group for everybody, is that the shift occurs when Now it's like you're no longer in that space anymore. The decision has been made and it's like your heart and your mind are in full alignment. And you are gone. So before a woman actually leaves a marriage, her mind and her heart have already left. And once that happens, I've never in my whole and I believe in God I know that he he can do all things and he is the king of miracles I've never seen a woman who has made that decision where she has left before she's actually left the marriage ever go back and the transition that she makes is always illogical usually everybody in her family will tell her that she's crazy don't do it you're never going to be able to survive this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I don't care. I'm gone. Peace out. Bye, Felicia. Like, (laughs) right. And that's exactly what a shift is like, is that you it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the future holds. It doesn't matter how badly the odds are stacked up against you. Where you are, you're not staying. You're out. And what do you do? You start you put yourself out there and you do basically whatever it takes and you just decide I'm not doing this shit anymore and that's exactly what it's like when you're making those big shifts that all of a sudden you're looking around and you're like you know what I'm not doing this shit anymore and I'm telling you I think it's it's the the merging and probably the emerging of that next thing that has been inside of your mind and your heart for a long long time that it simply took you a while on your path on your journey to actually get to that point but before it happens it causes you to be in a state of worry and panic because you can't see what's coming next to you but it's only like going up over the hill. And then once you get to the top of the hill, you're like, oh my gosh, there's Whoville down there. It's awesome down there. Okay. Or it's like, you know, waiting for a production and you're waiting for the curtain to come up. And we talked about this on a different podcast when God pulls back the curtain That's what it's like when you're moving through a shift. But I'm telling you, this podcast, we're talking about what it feels like inside of you and how it can cause you so much unrest because you can't exactly put your finger on what the heck is going on. Okay? And it can happen for any length of time. In my experience, if you try to wrestle with the shift and stay on your path, it never works not even once. (laughs) And for myself, this has been happening now for, I would say probably about a week. And when that happens, you need to be sure again, that there's not something fundamentally wrong. Okay, you get you get back to basics. All right, you get back to basics with how you're managing your finances. You want to stay congruent in your prayers, stay congruent in your nutrition, stay congruent in your workouts. But when you're going through a shift, in my experience, it will help you if you become very present in your current 24. And you'll find that when you're going through the shift, like you really can't see far ahead of you anyway. Anyway. So be very present in your 24. And it is so if you are a long-term strategist or you are a planner and you have this, you know, whole entire thing that that you have constructed where you want to take your life or your family or wherever, this is going to contradict that, that method of operation. But it's okay, okay? So you just come back to those 24 and I promise you, Make sure that you dial in. It's like an anchor list here. So you want to dial in that anchor list and make sure, is my nutrition on point? Absolutely. Sometimes you lose your appetite during the shift. You still have to get your calories in. I'm telling you the strategies to avoid you having these wild swings back and forth so that once the next reveal comes to you, you can move from this kind of vague time straight up into productivity and you will have like beyond 10x results, you're going to have like 100x results. I promise you. But it's just becoming comfortable with the shift. Okay? It, it, the shift, when it occurs... Okay, so I also have a lot of first responders who are on this on this podcast. Okay, so welcome to all of you. It's like this. I know you guys and women to be some of the most intuitive people out there. Okay, just sit with it, you know, laugh, whatever. But I I know that this is who you are. Okay, this is one of the reasons why we get along so incredibly well is because you're able to just like You go with the flow. This is what you you just call it putting the wet stuff on the red stuff, but there's actually more to intuitive decision making that happens in the pre hospital capacity than what you actually give yourselves credit for. I'm on to you. Okay. So, what I'm going to tell you is that when that shift occurs, and this could be before you move into retirement, or you are like, you know what? This. I have everything set up. I've got a pension here. I've got all these different things here. This is fine, but this is fundamentally, this is like violating my DNA here. This is just, it doesn't fit. The shift is like going into a burning building and you have whoever, you know, your partner is behind you. Alright, so you're on the nozzle, you've got your partner behind you, you get in through the door, you shut the door behind you, and the partner is the one who's like pushing you forward, like you you can't retreat, unless the other person retreats too, that's the solidarity of the shift, okay, that you have that person who is kneeling behind you while you are on the nozzle, putting the wet stuff on the red stuff. Like that's literally the solidarity of what the shift is like. And I want to assure you that you are totally fine. You are totally safe. That person has your back and behind them is a closed door to prevent (laughs) any oxygen from coming in, right? And hastening that fire flow. It's that solid. Okay, so retreat is no longer an option, if that makes sense. So wherever you are in terms of this shift with your life, you are totally fine. You are totally safe. You don't have to even do anything. What I will tell you is that if you believe in God, all right, as he gets ready to reveal that thing for you, or even if you don't, and you're just putting it out to the universe before the next step becomes apparent to you, just chill. Okay. <laughs> All that to tell you to just chill. You're like, what? You're waiting for this big cataclysmic you know, finale. And that's, that's what she has to say is just chill. I'm telling you. It's just a time for you to have a brief pause and a true acknowledgement of the fact that it's time for you to put down your tools where you are now and move gracefully to the next level. Make peace with where you are and then, you know, gently give it a kiss goodnight and you step and you move forward and then get ready for a wild ride because you're going to be going back to work, okay? (laughs) Know that that's coming, okay? It's not like you're floating around and like, ooh, kumbaya. It's not like that. You're going to be back in work. You're going to be back in flow. You have to take care of yourself right now so that you can make that transition into that next level, and you are going to have a full energy bank, okay, of, of clear mind, of calm spirit, and a literal energy bank, you know, of your nutrition, because we know that that is a strong backing to your being able to move to the next level and have, you know, massive levels of production. Whatever that looks like for you, whether it's adopting a baby, whether it's a career change, whether it's you're getting ready to to court a woman and, and you are wanting to do things right and build a beautiful whatever this applies to you're getting ready to go and travel internationally and do missionary work I don't know what it is for you the shift is a very real thing not only should you pay attention to it you must honor it that's all I got for you my friends <laughs> okay. I'm literally in a transition and a shift right now I'll keep you posted as to what's next um, the other thing is this And then we're going to close out for the day. I'm going to ask you to triage the amount of time that you spend on social media during your shift. Okay, unless you are doing targeted pointed training with some of the greats, i.e. Bob Proctor is going to be one of them. Okay. The culture will try to sway you into all sorts of different things. Stay congruent and be quiet with yourself. Okay, be present in your relationships. Cut off the ones that are mere distractions. Cut off the excess noise and be present in the day. And then get ready. Because you, honest to God, never know what's around the corner. Thank you for joining us, everybody. We're closing out. Spend been the Transformation Gold Coaching and Training Academy podcast on honoring the shift. Again, my name is Nicole Vincentis. You can find me on Instagram at figurechick911. YouTube channel is the same, figurechick911. And if there's anything that we can do as a company, I can do for you as an individual coach, please do not hesitate to contact me, contact us. You can find us on the web, transformationgoal.org. The contact us uh, tab is in the upper right-hand corner. And yes, we'll be building out that website (laughs) with the next reveal. (laughs) That's what's happening, y'all. All All right. Make it a great day. Be safe. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.